0: What is up, everybody? Welcome back. In this video, we are going to talk about neutral density filters. This is a question that I get asked a lot, and people want to know, what is a neutral density filter? When would you use it? Why would you use it? How do you use it? All that good stuff. I'm going to attempt to explain that in this video. This is a neutral density filter, and this is a circular type filter, and I'll pull it out of the case here. This works by just simply screwing it onto the filter threading on your lens. Now, a neutral density filter essentially acts like a pair of sunglasses. It reduces the amount of light coming into the camera. So on a bright sunny day, you might put on a pair of sunglasses to reduce the amount of light hitting your eyeballs the same principle works for camera. Now, why would you want to reduce the amount of light coming into a camera? Well, there are a number of reasons, but they all kind of center around being able to manipulate slower shutter speeds. This is also a neutral density filter, but this is a completely different configuration. And so, this is a standard size that you would see. A lot of landscape photographers will use these. It's a square format, and they fit into these holders. And the reason they go into holders, so you don't put your fingers on them and get fingerprints on them mainly, but it also makes them easy to slide in and out. So, this is the wine country camera system filter holder and I've shown this to you guys before it's been a little while Um, a friend of mine makes these his name is Rod Clark I promise this is not sponsored he really is a friend of mine and we go way back he's a really cool guy and we have a number of crazy quirky strange interests that are mutual the most of which being photography but Rod spent a number of years working for a filter company one of the big ones and realized that there were some different things that he wanted to do so he essentially struck out on his own and built this boutique filter business. So he makes the holder that these go in, and basically this uses a threading on the back here. I'll show it to you. You can take this whole front system off. This circular thing is a big step-up ring. So this screws into the lens, and then this mounts over the top of it. Now, why would you want to use it this way? Well, if you have a number of different lenses that you use, and you don't want to buy billions and billions of these to go with every lens configuration you'd possibly be using, you can buy one system, and then these come in and out. The other cool thing about this, this one is because, remember, I said a neutral density filter acts like like a pair of sunglasses. It's knocking back the amount of light. This is a 10, this is a 10 stop that's in here right now. So this is going to reduce the amount of light 10 stops. This is going to create really slow shutter speeds. It's also very dark. And if you need to adjust your focus after you've stacked your filters onto the front, it's really easy rather than having to take it all apart. You just simply remove the whole thing, readjust your focus and then reattach the filter holder and it makes everything really easy. And this is kind of a a cool matte box configuration that he came up for this it's really easy to use. And he also owns the company that makes the actual filters. They're called Blackstone. This is a Blackstone circular that he's making now and this is the Blackstone square format. So anyway, neutral density filter, when would you want to use this and why would you want to slow the shutter speed down? Slower shutter speeds are used to capture motion. So for instance, let's say you're shooting a landscape and you've got clouds in the sky. You can shoot that with a quick shutter speed and you're going to see them as clouds. But if you use a five minute, 10 minute, 15 minute exposure, you're going to start to see a blur in the sky and it's going to create an additional layer of texture. That's really interesting. Michael Kenna does this quite a bit. It can be done to a really dramatic effect. Another thing that I've used it for a lot is if you're shooting a body of water, if you use a quick shutter speed, you're just going to freeze the motion. But if I leave the exposure open and I let it go from for a while all that stuff is going to blur together and you get this glassy type surface to the water and it's a really interesting effect that you can do and that's why you would need a neutral density filter. Another one is the classic waterfall shot that you've seen over and over and over again where you use a slow shutter speed to create this smooth misting kind of quality to a waterfall or anything that's moving. So that's what you would use it for in still photography. So when Rod first showed me this system I thought it was really cool but I'm like man I wish you would make circular filters as well because I use them all the time for video. is a very common thing to use when you're shooting video and the reason is this when you're shooting video outdoors in bright sunlight you really don't have the same access to the exposure triangle that you do with still photography and the big difference is the shutter speed and it deals with motion estimation and so if you want the smoothest most natural looking motion you need to have a shutter speed that is about double the frame rate of your video footage and so the old school terminology for that is we call it a 180 degree shutter so how do you arrive at this it's really easy. Your shutter speed should be double the frame rate of your video. So if you're shooting at 30 frames a second, you're going to use 1 of a second for your shutter speed. That's going to give you the smoothest motion estimation. Nothing will look choppy. Everything will look natural. I shoot all my videos at 24 frames a second. Actually, it's 23.976. So let's round that up to 24. You would want to double that. That's going to be 148th of a second. Most DSLR type cameras mirrorless don't offer that. The closest thing I'll offer is 150th, which is close enough. So so I would want, in my case, at 24 frames a second to use 1 50th of a second for shutter speed. Of course, you can use faster shutter speeds, but your motion is just going to look choppy in the end. And if you really want a smooth natural motion, you really have no choice but to shoot at a slower shutter speed. Now, 1 of a second is pretty slow to be shooting with outdoors. And so what are your options? Well, you can stop the lens down, but if you're stopping down to like F22 or if it goes further than that, you're going to start getting diffraction in the lens, which is actually going to soften up the image in the end and things won't be sharp. So using a neutral density filter is an excellent way to go. A lot of video cameras even have these built in. They sit behind the lens and in front of the sensor and they just kind of pop into place when you turn them on inside the camera. Things like the Sony RX100 5 did this. They took it out on the 6. So a neutral density filter is your friend. Now here's what you need to know about neutral density filters and I've been guilty of this too where you need a neutral density filter so you jump on amazon.com and you order the cheapest possible filter that you can get. You get it. It works. I get like a three stop for video. I put it on, I could do a bunch of vlogging. I come back, I put my footage on the computer and oh my God, it's all kind of got this purple cast to it and it looks disgusting. And then there's a ton of color grading to get that out of there. What just happened? You just used a cheap neutral density filter. That's what happened. Seriously, it's actually very difficult to manufacture something like a neutral density filter. Think about it this way. You've just put a piece of glass between your subject and your lens. Now this is not a lens element, but it is altering the light that's coming into the lens. So any blemishes it has any inconsistencies uh, the materials that it's using to actually use the density to bring that light back these all come into play and when you're using cheaper neutral density filters you're going to get several things first of all you're going to get the color cast I was talking about one thing Rod was telling me is that when you get into 50 and 100 megapixel camera systems and you're using neutral density filters you can actually start to see blemishes in the glass if it's not perfectly even and they'll show up when you zoom in and you start looking at detail so regardless of what filter you want to buy what is it you need to look for. First of all, you need to check reviews for color cast problems. That is a huge deal with neutral density filters. In fact, I think that is the biggest problem with most neutral density filters. It's really important to research what it is that you're going to get. One of the things that I like about Blackstone is they use a technique called vapor dispersion, and so it's part of their manufacturing process where they're able to get something that's very consistent on here. And I have shot with and without the neutral density filters, and literally you can see no difference at all. There is literally no color cast in these, and so there's is obviously one I would recommend for that reason. Another thing you need to know is what type of glass is being used for the filters. Now you want to look for something that's using really high quality glass. For instance, Glass Shot is a company in Germany and they have a system that actually Blackstone uses in their filters where you are using a fire polished ultra white glass, which basically means it is going to be completely blemish free. So if you're using a higher megapixel camera or higher resolution type capture device, you're not going to see those blemishes in the end. It's very critical that it be just, pretty much transparent in the whole process. I did a video a while back on the wine country system and I'll put a link to that in the show description if you're interested in something like that but I'm also excited because Rod is now making circular filters for Blackstone and so if you'd rather have a lighter setup to travel with or something where you really only have one lens and you just need to be able to screw something on the front, uh, the Blackstone filters are available in three-stop, six-stop, and ten-stop. For video you really only need the three. If you're doing still photography it just depends on how much time you want to add to your exposure and so obviously a six-stop is going to add six stops of slowness. Is that the right word? It's going to add six stops to your exposure. It's going to be six times as slow. So you're going to need to take that into account. So it just depends on how long you want to go. What's cool about the filter system here is you can stack them. You can also stack these. It's just a little less convenient. But anyway, they are making the circular ones now. If you're shooting video, a three-stop is essential. And quite frankly, there was another brand I was using that I was almost happy with. And now that Rod's making these, I have used them. And I've used them in a lot of like vlog lately they are incredible. You really don't notice the difference. And that is the key with neutral lens filters. They need to be transparent. So before you call me a shill and insist that this video is sponsored, I promise that it is not. Rod really is just a good friend of mine. And I told him I was going to do this. And uh, he said, well, if you're going to give me a shout out, he said, your offer code is still good. And I forgot about that. When we did the video last year for the Wine Country holder, um, and I'll link that below if you want to see it, um, we had an offer code. It's still good. So that offer code is AOP. So if you go to winecountry.camera, 15% off of anything and everything on the site. That saves you a lot of money. So if you want to get some filters, a filter holder, a whole system, that'll get you 15% off. That offer code is AOP. So I want to thank Rod for the filters and for all the awesome stuff. And if you guys have any questions about neutral density filters, drop them in the comments below. I'll do my best to answer them. Let me know what else you guys want to see in the filter world. Until the next video, I'll see you guys then. Later.